What's up everybody? My name is Bryce, aka Dubs.subs, and in today's video we're in a little um we're in a different format. We are starting the first ever episode of the podcast arc. This is going to be a podcast about manga news and some anime stuff thrown in there, basically general stuff in the Otaku community, but with a main focus on manga. And with me, I have a my powerful co-host. You all know him, Boogie Snacks. What's going on, everyone? What's going on, everyone? Good to be here. Thanks, Debs, for having me on. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. So, if you guys don't know Boogie Snacks, I don't know how you do and how you're watching my channel, not him. But Boogie, go ahead and quickly introduce yourself. Tag your channel, and I'll make sure that it's in the link in the description of all these episodes. Of course, uh, thank you, and of, of course, I'm happy to be here, man. Thank you for reaching out to me and uh, you know allowing me to to hop onto this project. This is this is actually a lot of fun and uh, something you really don't see too much in this community but if you guys don't know who i am my name is boogie snacks uh, you guys can go ahead and find me on youtube i create content similar to dubs not subs and it looks like uh, today we are going to be starting the first episode of this podcast which i am very excited for so i hope everyone listening is staying safe and indoors and enjoying the content that we are turning out for you guys today that's right. So we have stuff from a new manga publisher. We have series ending. We have series starting. We got all the new releases for this month. But before this in we get started, uh, Boogie, you staying safe out there? You doing good in this whole situation? Yep. I'm out here on the West Coast here in the United States. I'm definitely uh, here under lockdown in Los Angeles and, uh, you know, uh, it, it basically enjoying a, a lot of the content. I have time to enjoy a lot of content and uh, very hyped to be part of, of this because this would be just the thing that I need uh, to, you know, help me get through the week. So, yeah, this yeah. is this is honestly great. Nice. So, thank you. Yeah, definitely, man. I've, I don't know. I've been finding myself. I know a lot of people saying they get they're getting like burnout and all this like laziness. But I think it's just because I'm stuck inside with nothing to do. All I've been doing has just been like, can I do this idea? Can I do this idea? It's been like one of the most productive times I've had. And maybe it's just because I'm not used to it. Because ever since I was like, 15 i got a job so then i had a job in school when i graduated i went full-time for like a whole year my gap year sucked because all i did was a full-time job and then uh, i went to college after that and now i'm doing like part-time there so i've never really had a time where i just sat home all day and did anything like this for a long time yep i i hear you uh definitely that's been a topic of discussion um especially here on twitter and within the community that we're in small little niche community here on youtube uh, yeah, I definitely understand why some people would be feeling uh, a bit lethargic, for lack of a better term. I definitely understand that. Um, I am blessed right now to still be working uh, like my full-time job. Uh, so during the week, not much has changed except for the fact that, you know, I'm not going into the office uh, so much anymore and, uh, you know, just, just living at home. But I myself find myself in a position uh, that I, I am constantly motivated to turn out new content. Unfortunately, I've had some bigger shoots for videos that have had to be canceled uh, or pushed back, rather, I should say, uh, almost indefinitely. So I guess canceled in a way uh, because, you know, out here in Los Angeles, it's it would be incredibly hard to take a camera crew into, you know, certain stuff and, you know, do those kinds of things. Uh, but that being said, I think uh, being stuck at home and being able to just you know, use your creative uh you know, just be creative in the finite amount of space, uh, you know, to create content. I, I think it's a it's a challenge. And I think uh, it's it's good for me. It's good for my channel. And it's good for me to be able to just be able to be here at home and, and create content. So I definitely feel you on on that aspect. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm excited to have you on, like I said, but I guess without further ado, let's get right into this. We're going to be starting off with the first thing. And that is Cajun Books is a new manga publisher. They have I two. they have four released things right now but let's get into the article right here it's uh 
Based out of Southern California, Caton Books promises a wide variety of releases. It's only fitting that their name references conveyor belt sushis, Caton Zushi, which I've never heard before. It sounds actually pretty interesting. I kind of want to look that up after this, but with the cho- with that choice for you to sample. The company is started by dedicated fans who are passionate about localizing the best series for U.S. speakers in the West. Kensington Books currently have four planned releases coming up with two formally announced. So right now, right here, these are the two formally announced. Uh, I believe Loner Life in Another World right here is actually going to get a physical release out on April 24th, which is a tentative title, obviously, with all the stuff that's going on. It's subject to change, but I believe this is also out in digital right now, but if you don't know what this is, this is uh, about Haruka is just your average high school loner, minding his own business and keeping to himself as he makes it through his high school career, until one day, he suddenly sent to another world alongside all of his cl- the rest of his class. And then the second series here is Skin, Ryugasaki-san. Due to her unique you know, my biological makeup, she sheds her skin multiple times a year. This one wouldn't ordinarily be an issue, but she suddenly finds herself, or rather her skin, the target of her classmates' affection. The peculiar Yagami-kun has a particular interest in reptiles. The Ryoga- and Ryogaki-san's unique physiologic- psychological features have caught his inquisitive, meticulous eye. Thus begins the budding romance between two very unusual individuals. So these are the two series. First off... What do you think about a new manga publisher coming into the scene? Do you think that's going to survive, thrive, or how do you think it's going to go? It's hard to say. Yep. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's hard to say. Uh, I mean, let's just, just right off the bat, seeing that, you know, the new California-based manga localizing publishing company, Caton Books, announced its first two releases on Friday. The company has licensed, the, uh, you know, Shoji and Goji and BB's Loner Life in Another World, so on and so forth. Uh, it looks like uh, they are, you know, planning to release the first volume of uh, Loner Life in Another World digitally on March 31st on Amazon. So they're already going to be releasing on like pretty much the biggest platform you can sell books on uh, digitally, uh, which, which is Amazon. I think that's great, but I think it's hard to tell how any company would do, let alone a publishing company is going to do in in the economic landscape that is that is unfolding here in, in quarter one and going into quarter two here. Uh, just globally, so it's hard to say. I, I think you know they're definitely going to have an uphill battle, you know, with you know their first physical releases. You know, pro- maybe we can't say for sure, but uh, being on shaky ground with, like I said before, what's happening around the world. So only time can tell. We'll see. Yeah, I definitely hope for the best. Especially things like what we have the new Dempo came out recently, and also believe One Piece is a newer. Uh, publisher thing and to be honest i don't even know any other release by one piece besides rising of the shield hero i think they have a newer come out new one coming out which i have actually later in here for the manga releases but seeing this i'm kind of i always am worried about things because when you don't know what these two series are besides like if if ryogaki-san wasn't in here i honestly wouldn't care about this publishing company because loner life in another world sounds exactly like i'm standing on a million lives which is just basically the same exact premise as this only nobody really it's it's weird it just sounds like i don't really like isekais in the sense of it's smart to start off with obviously because it's such a smart or it's just such a popular genre at the moment but i what i really want to focus on is skin ryogaki-san i hope this one this is kind of be their make it or break it for me in my opinion i obviously we got to know what their book quality is like what everything what goes into it because we haven't seen their physical releases but this is a series that's definitely more interesting and something that seems that's going to be definitely better for them and going to make them more popular than loner life because it's just you're throwing you're trying to basically catch a fish in a sea of fish instead of something like this which actually has its own i guess unique thing that's kind of pulling you in i don't know what do you think about that i i think i think it depends i mean uh companies start off 
And I think, you know, you, you may have a point here where it looks like Ryugaki-san might be the, the, the attraction to use your fish, fish example. I mean, it looks like that's the bait that they're throwing into the giant pool that is the manga and, and, and anime community. Uh, totally fine. I, I see no problem with it. I think that, you know, it, it, it takes Hupspa enough to just uh, start a publishing company in this small little niche uh, section of, of the world. And, you know, who's to say that, you know, we don't know if they have any other plans or anything up their sleeves for quarter two, quarter three or quarter four in 2020, uh, let alone, you know, moving into the future of, of 2021. So, I, you know, I think, you know, I wouldn't be able to do any better if I was trying to start a publishing company. So hats off to them. Yeah. Uh, best of luck. And especially, if, you know, it's a new California based manga uh, publishing company. And out of, you know, they're going to have my support being, uh, you know, here in California. So I honestly wish them the best. Personally, out of the two, you know, realistically, I, I probably wouldn't check out either of them as of right now, just because of where I am in my, you know, um, uh, I guess position on YouTube. I'm still trying to burn through a huge back catalog of uh, <laughs> of stuff. Uh, so I, I honestly probably wouldn't check out either of them. But the one that does seem the most attractive that I would check out initially uh, would be the you know Ryugaki. Yeah, so I, I agree with you to it. Yeah, I will be checking out this series. So when this comes, I believe this comes out summer. Is there physical release? I'm not exactly sure. Again, on the digital release. But yeah, this series, obviously they still have two titles that haven't been released yet that they have, so we'll have to see what they do. But it's just such a hard industry to crack in, especially with you have like giants like Vision, Kodansha, every other thing basically already set up and you're just trying to break through such a huge wall. But I wish them all the best, obviously. Kate and Books, this is the new manga publisher. We're going to move on to our next segment, which is that Viz Media is going to publish Tight Kubo's Burn the Witch manga simultaneously in English. And as you guys know, earlier this month, Burn the Witch came out in a one-shot, and they're actually going to, in the summer, he's going to turn this into an actual series. So let's get to this article. Kubo is turning his one-shot manga, Burn the Witch, into a serialization that will debut this summer and will run in Seshua's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine in Japan. Well, Seshua's... And Seshua and Viz have not yet confirmed the, length, confirmed the length of this series. Kubo said in a comment that he has already finished the manuscripts for the manga. Viz Media added the original one-shot manga to its English Shonen Jump service on Friday. The manga chapter is also available on Shonen Jump Plus and, and the website for free. The one-shot takes place in the same world as Kubo, Kubo's Bleach manga. Seshua published the chapter in July 2018, and Viz Media published the chapter in English digitally on the same day. The chapter centers around Noelle Nihashi and Nini Spangle, who work as witches at the Wingbird headquarters, in Reverse London's Natural Dragon Management Agency. Those who live in Reverse London are able to see supernatural creatures such as dragons. Noelle and Nini work to help promote coexistence between these creatures and humans, but sometimes must undergo missions to exterminate the evil creatures. So basically, it's set in the same world. It's kind of a sequel series with, with no connection to Bleach, as far as I know, besides being set in the same universe. Uh... I read the first one shot, and I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it. I've never actually read Bleach, so I don't really know how it starts off, but I have read the one shot. It's going to be one of those things where it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it seems very old in the style that the main character, the guy, is really into just, like, his whole like point is to just see the girl's panties, which is a little weird, but I think it's just one of those things of the age. Have you read it, Boogie, and what do you think about it? Uh, no, I've, I've never read bleach i've got a lot of recommendations for it on my uh it's just one of those series that out of the big three i i never really just got into for you know x amount of reasons i don't really know uh, i have seen a trend that a lot of manga tubers have been diving back into bleach especially after uh this announcement 
you know, I really can't really speak on this too much. I haven't read the one shot yet. Um, don't really even have plans to do so. Uh, just because I'm just trying to burn through my back catalog just for, you know, just to, you know, get through it. So, uh, honestly, I, I really can't speak too much on this one, buddy. Yeah, it's all good. I Dude, I, I'm telling you, my backlog is so bad. I had to buy a shelf for how bad my backlog is. I have, like, a small shelf yep. to set up, <laughs> and it's a nightmare, man. I look at it, like, just like this mountain I have to climb. But it's weird now that, like, yep. I have time and I'm, like, actually grinding down and it's getting smaller and smaller. I, I kind of I'm kind of feeling a little bit sad that I don't have all these options for stuff to read. It's it's a bit weird. I don't know. I I will say I will say that if you are a Bleach fan, this is probably a huge moment because I don't think anything's happened in the Bleach franchise for all too long. So this is probably a this is probably a big deal for them. So I'm I'm happy if you're a, if you're a Bleach fan. I'm definitely happy for you, and I I hope that this is uh, you know a high quality production. Uh, and that's thoroughly enjoyable for anyone that would, you know, uh, want to consume the content. Dude, so. from what I've read from the manga, besides, like, the main character, which is a little bit weird, overall, I don't think it's too bad. I actually, overall, really enjoyed the the one-shot itself. I'm kind of, I'm excited to see what it is. I don't know how much is going to go over my head because I've never read the Bleach series before. But from what it sounds like, it's going to be its own thing where, like, entry-level people can get into it. But I'm excited. And again, like you said, Bleach is definitely getting something that is continuing for it which it hasn't really a lot and i also know that there is an anime coming out for it that's coming that's going to be continuing which is really cool for them but from what i've heard from people it's i think the anime is going to start where a lot of people say the manga got really really bad i think it's called the wayno arc i could be wrong don't quote me on that again never read bleach but again no wishing nothing for the from the best for Taikubo and Bleach. I'm happy for all you Bleach fans who got it and get to see a continuation of this. I'm excited to see where it goes. Obviously, it's free on Viz Media's Shonen Jump app and also the Manga Plus app for free. Or you could pay the $2 and get the backlog just in case they put it in the back. But anyway, we are going to be next talking about Samurai 8 ending. Basically, this was the creator of Naruto's... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Man, I, this is the creator of Naruto's... What was supposed to be his manga that he created based on his own personal interest, and obviously we saw how this worked out. It's maybe be a passing project, but in my opinion, I think this thing was a disaster. I did not enjoy this at all. It, I was I was gonna, just gonna read it just because he made it, and I just know like obviously Naruto puts it up as like okay maybe it'll be this good, but no. In my opinion, this is just like a jumble mess, and it doesn't really have a lot going for it. I think it's okay, but what do you think, Boogie? How do you how do you like this manga? I never. I never got into Samurai 8. I never did. Of course, there was hype when it first came out. Uh, honestly, I, I actually have a couple creator friends here on YouTube that they they very much did enjoy the series. And I feel bad for them because it didn't seem like it, the series lasted all too long. Uh, and I, I do know that there was... It, it did have... Regardless of what we're reading online, it did it did have a fan base, whether it be oh big God. nor small. Sadly, that fan <laughs> right. base financially couldn't support it enough to warrant continue the series, which is quite unfortunate. But at the end of the day, uh, a business is a business, and you know the lights need to be kept on with overhead, so on and so forth. And if the series just wasn't pulling in the numbers, just like any other series, you know it doesn't matter who the creator is, uh, it, it will get axed. So yeah, no you mercy. Know, I, I, yeah, no mercy. And, and, you know, that, that is, you know, welcome to the business world. But <laughs> it, I, I never, I never got a chance to check it out. I do feel bad for my friends and uh, the fans of the series that felt like it got cut too short. Feel bad about that. But personally, I had no attachment to it because, I mean, I never, I never checked it out. 
Yeah, uh, and I don't think I I will at this point uh, either. But hats yeah. off to those that that did and enjoyed the series. Honestly, I, yeah, don't, I feel bad don't, for you guys. Don't waste your time, man. It's not. I I, I get that people enjoyed it, but. Man, if we're gonna if we're gonna go off, let's go off a little bit of a rabbit trail about this about the fan community itself. Have you see, like the drama around this? Like, Base Senpai released a tweet talking about how bad it was. Obviously, tweet uh, Base Persona troll. He does this thing, but every he had a as his Twitter bio or avatar. My bad. He had a idol, but everyone actually thought he was a girl. But then you got a bunch of these like people. All like Samurai fans talking about how it, she was a girl. He, they thought Space Senpai was a girl, and just basically how her opinion didn't matter. And just all this like really weird, just rage because the series was getting canceled and they were salty, so they basically took out this rage on it. And obviously, I don't think all Samurai Eight's fans were like that. A lot of them just genuinely enjoyed the series and was kind of sad to see it end. But it comes down to this thing where I've been noticing a lot in anime communities. You have things like My Hero Academia, JoJo, One Piece, you know, all the big stuff. They have their communities that, for the most part, most of them are normal. Obviously, they enjoy their show. They like talking about it. But then you have these two, like, these fringe community, like, sections of them that are just the loudest so this whole thing gets like a label put on like my hero academia like when like the names and all this other stuff that the drama that surrounded horikoshi and like all these fans weren't sending him death threats and like just this really weird fringe thing in manga communities and manga fan bases which i don't i see a lot in a lot of different things but being in this community it's kind of it's just a bit weird to i guess I, I know that you love your series but just to get to the fact that you love the series too much to the point where you're sending death threats to people, like just becoming like making weird sexist sexist comments that I don't really get. But yeah, have you seen this in the community, and how do you think it goes? Definitely seen in the community. It's hard not to, as you said. Uh, the minority is very vocal, uh, so it's hard not to see it. Especially those tweets get like retweeted and so on and so forth. It's hard not to, and of course we all know, you know, what happened with based and. The whole nine yards. That being said, I think that if you take that at face value, you're fighting an uphill battle right away. Uh, you know, I, I tend not to pay too much attention to that. I think everyone is entitled to their own opinion. And, uh, you know, because of that, the Internet is a wonderful place. Uh, but then also it can get, you know, two examples that we just, you know, spoke about. You, know, you just spoke about uh, me personally. I'm, I'm under the pretense and I'm under the belief that Hey, if you liked it, more power to you. I'm glad that you found something that you liked. Um, of course, some people got a little vocal and aggressive about it, but I really don't pay too much attention to those types of people. So I really don't really have too much to, to comment on that, man, to yeah, be honest. It's all good. Uh, like, I don't know. It's just, a, I, I don't know why. It doesn't really get to me. Obviously, like you say, I ignore it for the most part. It's just one of those things where it's just like one of those small nuisances where you like see it, you just kind of like scoff at it and continue scrolling. I just, I just don't get, maybe it's just the, like the anonymous, uh, anonymousness of like the internet where you could just put an avatar of an anime character, whatever name, and you just have no repercussions for what you say. And it just gives people like these, like big uh what i don't know just more confidence than they usually get but anyway that's enough about that we're gonna move on to our next article which is that the seven deadly sins manga is officially ending i know earlier in this year it actually was going to end or from what i heard it was going to end but then for some reason it just kept going i don't really know but there's a lot of stuff actually in this so we're gonna get into this it's got a like a a sequel an anime and a stage play going on so we'll get into this article right now 
the issue is also revealed that the manga will get a sequel tentatively titled I'm not going to read that Japanese it's just called The Four Nights of the Apocalypse as well as a new stage play the sequel manga story will center on Tristan one of the four horsemen and also up here it also announces that will there will be a continuation of the anime and but a lot of things I've been hearing with the anime itself is that it will or that Studio Dean, I believe, it switches to from whoever was doing it before. And the animation has gotten really bad, which really scares me because obviously the Netflix series like or the season hasn't come out yet in English. I tried to use a VPN. It doesn't work. I was really frustrated about that. But overall, I think Seven Deadly Sins is one of those series that you either love it or hate it. I've heard, heard a lot of you, the people are all in or all out. And it's just one of those shonen battle series that really... I, I obviously am all in, and I love it to a really big degree, but with the ending, 40 volumes, it's pretty long, but I hope that they kept the how great it was throughout the entire series, because obviously I've only seen up to, I believe, the third season, which is out right now, and I have now the books. I'm going to get into those at a certain point, but overall, I think this is one of the better series. It sold, what, I believe 30 million copies or something like that, but anyway, based, uh, my bad, I'm stuck on base from the last thing. Boogie, do you, have you read this, and what do you think about the series ending? So I haven't read Seven Deadly Sins. I am a fan, though. I've seen everything that's out currently oh, on you Netflix, the anime? in the States. And the anime is really, really good. I uh, very much did enjoy it. Uh, left me wanting more so, and I believe we are getting the uh, the next season, probably the final season, to be honest, right? Um, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I think it's coming out in 2020, right? Could yeah. be wrong. Someone I, fact check that. Here, but yeah, it so it, it, it's awesome that it's, it, in my opinion, it's good that it's ending. Uh, 40 volumes, if that's correct. Yes. Uh, you know, 40 volumes. That sounds like a good number to me for a, a good long series. Um, that, that sounds great. Uh, I don't think it's ridiculously large and i don't think that it's 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 uh you know a smaller series either i think 40 is good between like 35 and 45 volumes for like a good long shonen series i think that's great obviously one piece excluded dude it's one of those one piece is just one of those special series that i don't know how you can get 95 volumes out of that i mean obviously oda sensei is a just absolute legend you were right it is august that is coming out the new season season four i don't know if it's exactly going to be the last season but i i i I'm not sure exactly where the third season is going to end in the anime. It could be, possibly. I could I could definitely see that. Also, I forgot to read this part in the article, but Crunchyroll is going to be posting the new chapters as they appear. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the stage play itself, I, I don't know. Animes and stuff like that and like mangas have been getting stage plays a lot. And I don't really... I've never seen one. I'd like to see like an actual stage play if I ever got the chance to go to Japan and like, see like what an anime uh, stage play would look like. But what about you, ba- uh, Boogie? So... It's interesting, right? It's interesting bringing anime into like a live movie scenario, let alone a thespian environment, let alone on stage in a theater, right? Uh, That's to me, it's very, uh, it's very unusual. Now, I think in any environment in the uh, anime and manga community where you're creating jobs in a new, uh, I guess, uh, uh, sector of work. Uh, in the entertainment industry, I think that's great. Uh, you know, because there's there's people that are you know theater heads, for lack of a better term, and they love going to the theater. And now you're opening up, you know, the Seven Deadly Sins to not only fans of the series, but people people that love uh, theater work. And of course, that you know gives other uh, actors and actresses or or, or thespians a, a a moment to shine. And I, I think it's wonderful. I've never seen one, 
personally don't really have an inclination to go to go see it. Uh, maybe if it was out of Playhouse, um, you know, locally and uh, it was easy to access. Sure, I would be interested to see the numbers uh, and how long it's it's playing. Um, but I have no gripes against it. I think it's absolutely wonderful, and uh, you know, looking forward to the reviews. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's cool to see that, like, this small niche that, like, I mean, obviously in Japan, it's way bigger. It's, like, the whole thing. But just, like, to grow bigger and bigger like this, slowly, maybe one day we might actually get stage plays of anime in America, which would be absolutely mind-blowing to me. I could never see it. But if it happens, it happens. I would be all for it, absolutely. Like you said, if it was, like, at a local theater, like, somewhere up in Chicago. Obviously, I don't live in Chicago, but I'm close to there. So it would have to have it be a theater there. But anyway, that is Seven Deadly Sins. I think it's cool that it's ending there. Obviously, not, not taking too long to, like, let the series go stale. But we're going to go with our next series or next article, which is that Dark Horse has two new well one new license and then they are continuing a series and they have a remastering of an older series so we have the publisher publisher pingo random pubs is listing english it list listing english releases for the first volumes of keep your hands off as you can and mob psycho 100 reagan under dark horse Penguin Random House is also listing a new Dark Horse comic release of Haruyuki Samura's Blades of the Immortal manga in this deluxe release, with the first with the first volume slated for October twentieth. Like the Dark Horse comics' previous omnibus re-releases of the manga, each volume of a deluxe will compile three volumes from the original manga. However, the deluxe release will be a hardcover with round spine with higher paper quality, a fall leather cover, a satin bookmark, and will retain it, the original 7x10 format of the seriali- serialized manga for the time. And the release will retain the left-to-right order that it was when they first did it, because obviously a lot of things read right-to-left in the manga community, obviously with Tokyo Pop switching the whole thing around, but this one is be- actually before that sense when they actually went through a painstaking process of reformating, reformatting the entire thing. But we're going to continue with this. The publishing company is listing the first volume of Sumito's Aurora's Keep Your Hands Up Ezekin manga with an October 6th release. The company describes the manga as Midoriya loves to design worlds. Sumabe loves to animate. Sakia, Sakia loves to make money. And the Shibahama High, they call them Ezekin, a three-girl club determined to produce their own spectacular science fiction anime. But with no budget from their school and a leaky warehouse for a studio, Ezekin is going to have to work hard and use their imagination. The one thing they've got plenty of. This is obviously off of the anime. Obviously, it's not based on the anime series. This The anime series is based off the manga. But this is the original adaptation getting released. And I think it's crazy that Dark Horse got this. They, they are, they, I th- they're definitely cracking down from what I've heard from my boy Flip Otaku was saying that they lost a lot of licenses and actual comics, so they're moving a lot more into the manga-verse, which I think is definitely a smart move. Obviously, we're seeing comic sales going on the decline and manga sales going up. But last up, we have Pingo Random, Pingo Random House is listing Mop Psycho 100 Rangan manga for October 27th release. The company describes the manga. In a world haunted by dangerous supernatural forces, there are still some problems you can't solve no matter how much spiritual power you have. And a good thing, too, because phony exorcist Reagan Artaki, Artaka? I, I don't know exactly how to say that, doesn't have any. But that's never stopped Reagan, Reagan from running a ghostbusting business. And his new part-time office assistant is none other than Tomei Kurita, a girl obsessed with the strange and unexplained, and the schoolmate of Reagan's protege, Shigo, or Mob, as you guys all know him. Yet, whereas Mob's incredible psychic strength result, 
resolved many AKs for Reagan. Tom is a powerless is as powerless as her boss, or so she may think at the time. But if there's one thing a master scam artist knows how to teach, it's the power of confidence and belief. Basically, this is just a spinoff manga to Mob Psycho 100. This is going to be an original version. I don't believe this is based on anime. But that's basically the three new releases they have. First off, let's talk about the Blaze of the Immortal Deluxe Edition. This is actually something that I'm, I'm, I'm excited for and obviously a little mad for. They obviously continued or just recently released all the omnibuses for Blades of the Mortar and now they're releasing it. It's obviously a cash grab, but at the same time, for people who haven't checked out Blades of the Mortal and maybe missed the omnibus, I think this is actually a great chance to get into the series. Obviously, when you see Berserk's Deluxe Editions, Helsing's that are coming out are very, very nice. Have Have you checked out Blades of the Immortal, Boogie? And are you going to pick up the Deluxe Editions? So this is a question that is very... How do I put this? This is an infamous question on my channel, whether it be in my live streams or my comment sections. This probably may be in the top five uh, of all time most recommended and, and brought up again and again and again and again on the channel. I have, I'm thinking of like, yeah, I can think of, a, you know, a handful of instances where it's just like overwhelmingly recommended, which is great, right? Um, I've been recommended the anime. I've been recommended to read the manga. You name it. You name it. Personally, I have not mm -hmm. checked it out as of yet, so I fall under the category of which you just spoke about. So it looks like uh, I, I went to go look at the omnibuses, and I actually found out while looking up, uh, you know, the omnibuses that uh, looks like we will yeah. be getting the deluxe editions, which look absolutely, you know, quite promising, and that's the way to collect it. Uh, at price point wise, hopefully they aren't uh, ridiculous. I would be okay with the price point between like twenty five and thirty five dollars. I would I would be okay with that. And uh, it looks like they'll probably be around what like thirty dollars. From yeah, my understanding, they maybe will more. like they start off at retail price fifty dollars, but I like Berserk. That's what they always are. But I never pay for that. Obviously, like right when the pre-orders start, it'll be fifty. But if you wait, it'll go lower. I I haven't purchased any of my Blades of the Immortal or not Blades okay. of the Immortal Berserk for more than thirty-five dollars. Like because I don't, so I don't want fifty to. out the gate is fifty out the gate's a little it's a little crazy. It's too much. Um, I wouldn't. I would not pay fifty out the gate for that because how many how many deluxe editions will there be? You know, let's just do the math. Really okay, so it's like just gonna how... be three. It'll be ten, or yeah, ten. I'll probably do a four and one for the last one because there's thirty one. Okay, that's a solid chunk of change. If it's at fifty dollars, that's crazy. That's insane. Um, so you know, I don't see that. You know. I don't, I don't foresee them selling them at, at $50. You know, $30 is a little more. That's still going to be expensive for a lot of people, especially let's let's look at how they're releasing into the economy that they're releasing into. Uh, you know, even $30 is going to be... is going to be a little much for a lot of people right now, in my opinion. Personally, I'm blessed. Like, I would be able to afford it as they do come out. So that's how I will be personally checking out the series. Um, and I probably won't even start reading it until like three or four, of the yeah. Docs, you know, yeah, just <laughs> you get wait. a couple of, so you can binge read it, you know, mm -hmm, definitely. Uh, so they're going to take a couple years I, to get I, out. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah they're going to take a, a few years to get out, but I think it's, I think it's great. Even though they just released the omnibuses, uh, I think any time a series gets nice hardcovers, it's a win. Oh yeah. Uh, it's definitely. a win for that series. Uh, it's a win for a lot of people's bookshelves. Um, I, I, my heart goes out to the people that dropped a lot of money on the omnibus. Me. <laughs> uh, because that, that is unfortunate. Yeah, that is unfortunate. And the resale value is who knows if you guys want. And I, 
I, I've never understood why people would double collect series. Oh. Uh, just coming from a standpoint of just like physical real estate in your house, how much space do you want to dedicate to to one series? But it's to each their own. Uh, personally, I would only if I would collect one series, it would just be that I'm gonna have whatever version that I have. I wouldn't collect the series, so that's why I'll personally be waiting for the. Uh, the deluxe editions. Oh yeah, definitely. I was like, my 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 thinking was, I first got the, I got like one through seventeen in the actual like singles, the original original form. But they, um, because I got an, I got it on eBay. I was like one through seventeen. I guess I'll check it out. And if I do it, I didn't know about like dark dark horses like omni uh, omni ominous. I don't know. Like just everybody knows how bad they are at not printing things and things going out of stock all the time. I didn't know that. I was a young buck in the community. I bought it with this, like, oh, cool. If I got this, I'll get more, right? It's super cheap. And then I found out there's nothing, and then I see, oh, my God, there's an omnibus form coming out. I'm like, I have to get this so it doesn't go out of print. So I buy all that. A month later, you find out, oh, now there's an even better version coming out. So why did I waste my money on those? But, I mean, obviously, I'm just happy enough to read it at this point. I'll just, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just happy I didn't miss out on it completely because there's other series that I would like to check out that are comp- that are out of print to the point where I can't even get it. But obviously, this is going to be a cool, it's going to be a cool release. I, I hope you enjoy it. To me, Blaise it Moto. seems, oh, you know, you, you mentioned before, and I don't mean to cut you off, no, but it, you mentioned that it was a cash grab. Yeah. I agree to a certain extent. I think this is also uh, a way of stating that, you know, Blade of the Immortal is so good that this is finally, you know, they're calling it the Deluxe Edition, but, you know, if this was, uh, you know, I come from a music background, um, so if I were to buy, like, a Gibson Les Paul, this would be, you know, the equivalent of, like, a collector's choice. Mm-hmm. This seems like it's for the collector. Yeah. Um, and this seems like a win for their bookshelf. So I think that there'll be some people, regardless of the fact, that will be double or maybe even triple dipping in on the series. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a win. Overall, it's yeah. a win. It's definitely a win. Like, the thing is, yeah, it, I do think it's a cash grab to a certain extent, but I also, I think that the problem is when they did this, they already released the omnibuses before they did the Berserk Deluxe, like, Collector's Edition, so I think when they found out those work, they're like, oh, I guess we'll do that, but obviously when you're already printing out the omnibus, you gotta finish it at that point, so I can see where, like, the, the confusion would come in to where it's not really a cash grab, in this, it is a cash grab, but it's not at the same time, obviously in the end, it's just a win, is you could check it out, check it out in the best way you can, Definitely go for the deluxe editions, I'd recommend. The original, like, you're never going to find the singles, probably, and the omnibuses are probably in the same thing right now, especially because of the deluxe. But definitely go for the deluxe if you can. I think it's a great series. Then next up, we're going to be talking about Keep Your Hands Off Ezekin, the winter anime. Have you seen it, or have you read it at all? No, this one I'm completely foreign to, so I'm going to let you take the reins. All right, I got this, man. I will... try to sell this the best i can so basically i really like this series if you haven't checked out the anime it's uh, it's this it's this season's best anime without a doubt masaki uh i believe that's his name the director of the series takes this to another level it's a fantastic look into what the anime community are just basically the passion of creating an anime the love that goes into it how people outlooks on the on the anime industry like what makes their passion burn for the injury especially from a very young perspective like they're obviously high school uh high schoolers so they're getting the very just like before you meet your hero like all the hardships that go into it they're it's basically you're learning about the realities of it just why they love it what makes this great to them i'm excited to see the uh the manga and see if it's better than the anime i'm not exactly sure how it's going to turn over because of how great the anime is and what the expectations we're going to have for it and obviously with a show about anime 
it's going to look better in motion with sound with all this other stuff they're trying to incorporate so it's going to be one of those bridges that's going to be hard to cross over but i wish nothing for the best for them and last up we have uh, mob psycho reagan i don't really know anything about mob psycho i've never exactly seen it but have you seen a boogie or not because we can move on if you have no i haven't but we're, we're back once again playing the same old dance and the same old song um this is yet another series that comes highly recommended to yeah me i get in, that too in most in most of my videos or my live streams so mm-hmm. uh yeah but i haven't checked it out yet i'll be mm-hmm. honest with you guys yeah i haven't either I, I it's one of those things where i like i plan to do it all the time but then i just never do it because there's just it's just so much other stuff that you I guess I'm more invested in it. It's like, it's there. So I'm not really rushing to like wait for it to disappear because it's just going to be there for a long time. I'm not really in a hurry to like catch up on it or anything. But yeah. Okay. So we are going to go, before we get into the next segment, which is going to be all the manga releases for the month, we are going to do a segment called For Me To You, which I'll try to do whenever I find out good stuff for you guys, for the viewers, if you're listening to this, about sales and like cool stuff for you guys, for your taco, takus, just beneficial for you. No, these aren't sponsors or anything. This is just stuff I found out. So there's actually a Retro Crush app, which if you guys do not know that, this was a YouTube channel that did a lot of clips of old anime. So they've started an app now where basically it's just all classic anime. You can check it out anytime. Just a streaming service. It's free. You can watch any old anime. There's a ton of different stuff on there. I downloaded it today. It's actually a pretty nice app, and it's something that I definitely recommend you check out if you do like your classic animes. I saw stuff like Robot Carnival, uh, Carnival Legends of the Galactic, or is it Legend of the Galactic Railroad or something like that? And but overall, check it out. It's free. Give it a chance. It's not going to hurt you if you don't do it. And then second off, we have Kodansha's last vertical physical sale, digital sale, my bad. But all their series, for volume ones, for the most part, all their series are actually 99 cents. So if you use a series you've been itching to check out and you read digital, definitely go for that. It's on all platforms. There's also a, they also published all their stuff on the Wii, uh, I almost said the Wii U, the Nintendo Switch app. That is called Isne Isno. I'd have to, I'll look it up in a second, but it's basically the Nintendo Switch app, and they, all their stuff is on there now. And I believe the sale is also running on there. But that is for you guys. Check that out. It's free. I'll try to leave a link in the description to both those things. But we're going to go into our next segment, Boogie, which is called Cop or Drop for this month of manga. I'm going to read you the description of the series. We'll see how interested you are in it, whether you think you could give it your recommendation. Obviously, take this with a grain of salt. Neither of us know really a super lot about these series besides the description itself. But let's get into this. I'm going to read it. He could. We'll get into what we think about it. But without further ado, we're going to start off with our first series for the month of April. This is all the stuff for April. We have BL Metamorphosis or Boys Love Metamorphosis. This is about Ichinoi, a 75-year-old woman living in a peaceful life, unwittingly buys a boys love manga one day and is fascinated by what she finds inside. When she returns to the bookstore to buy the next volume, the high school girl working there, Yurara, a seasoned BL fan, notices a budding fangirl when she sees one. The Yurara offers... When, when Yurara... I cannot say that. It's, that's a lot. That's too many repeating syllables. Offers to help Ichinoi... 
explored this world, uh, this whole wor- new world of fiction. The two dive into BL fandom together and form an unlikely friendship along the way. This is something I'd recommend to other people. Obviously, um, BL-, BL is not my thing. I'm just going to be honest. It's not a genre that I've really gotten into. But for people who like BL, I think it's going to be one of those cool things. And I really like manga or series about like two people bonding over a common hobby. Obviously, I started this channel so I could talk to people like Boogie, Flip, Base, all these other people who like manga too and just enjoy and have a good time. So seeing a series about that is really relatable and something I really, really enjoy. And just overall, I honestly don't think the series is going to be bad. It's just one of those series that isn't really pull me in based on what the subject is. So Boogie, what is your re- what is your opinion on this? Do you recommend it? Uh, recommend it if you like BL. Personally, I will not be checking out this series uh, just because BL really... I haven't really dived into that genre yet. Not really my thing, uh, but if you're into it, cool. Um, check it out. Yeah, definitely. I, it's one of those series. It's like it's a very specific kind of thing you'd have to like to be able to get into it. I honestly, again, it seems good, but we're going to move on to the next one, which is called Perfect World. I believe this is a shoujo. It is definitely a shoujo. I don't even know why I said maybe. So this is an office party reunites Sugumi with her high school crush, Itsuki. He realized his dream of becoming an architect, but along the way, he experienced an spinal injury that put him in a wheelchair. Now, Sumugi's rekindled feelings will butt up against prejudice she's never considered, and Itsuki will have to decide if he's ready to let someone into his heart, and yet they may soon discover that without each other, the world feels imperfect. Now, this is a rom-com slice of life series that, honestly, I've been pretty intrigued by. I'm just going to skip it, obviously, because with the pile of stuff I have to read right now, I am just going to pass it. This is another one of those series. If you like rom-coms, I I think it is going to be good. I don't know how into the shoujo thing it is. I'm a surface dweller on the shoujo community. I have Yona and I have uh, Kimi no Teroke from me to you. That is all I've explored in the shoujo community. But, Bookie, have you heard of this series? What do you think about it? Uh, I find myself in a very similar situation to you. Uh, you know, of course, Yona of the Dawn is like my favorite shoujo as of right now. Uh, but that being said, I mean, it sounds intriguing, um, especially coming from like a, you know, office work background myself. Uh, definitely that sounds very interesting. Personally, I don't know if I would check it out uh, right away. Uh, and this goes for a lot of probably the series that we're going to talk about now. I'm not really the kind of person that will pick up something that, you know, when volume one comes out, uh, just because if I like it. I'm going to want to have at least another volume. Oh, yeah, definitely more of, a, more of a binge reader. To read. But I think, you know, if you're into shoujo, it's a, it's a win. Hey, you're getting another series that, you know, it sounds cool. Uh, so, you know, this is great for the shoujo community and those that like to um, indulge on this type of content. So yeah, I think it's a win. This yeah, is good. Definitely. This is definitely what shows you that if you buy your digital first Kodansha titles and you get enough sales, it will translate into a physical release because this was a digital first title. And because of the sales, I, I'm assuming because of the sales, I don't know why they would put on digital first, not good, good sales, and then put it in a physical release. Uh, basically put it in a physical volume. So if you want to support it, uh, the digital series, you got to support digital first. It's a rough road, but when, the, when publishers have to commit, you, there's a lot of things that goes into publishers. Obviously, I don't know everything. I don't work in a publishing, a book publishing community, but there's a lot of stuff that goes into a physical release that's a lot easier just throw in digital be like we'll try it out if it works it works and then if it does it goes to physical but yes this is one of those series again like i said 
you're into shoujo another thing where i'll probably if, if it goes on like sale really cheap and i finally catch up on myself i'll check up but overall i, I have series that i prefer i need to catch up first but anyway we're going to check up blue flag which is a series that i've actually read concurrently on the manga plus app and completely it's been one it's actually one of the one of my most favorable series on the manga plus app it took me off guard i didn't know what it was going to be about but it's absolutely amazing it's one of the best series i've read recently on especially on the manga plus app but we're going to get into the description right now and this is an unexpected love quad quad quadrangle with a dash of unrequited love as two classmates a boy and a girl begin to fall for each other when each of their best friends have already fallen for them it's the last year of high school and love is in the air romantic feelings have been bundling up over years of friendship over oh over years of friendship come to life. When Tachi's classmate Futaba asks him to help her confess to his best friend, Toma, it sparks the catalyst that begins the sweet and heart-wrenching journey of their third and final year of high school. For some reason, Tachi Ichinose just can't tolerate Futaba Kazue. Wow, I am like, I, I was doing really good earlier, and then like, uh, <laughs> like a downhill spiral, I'm totally going down. But at the start of the third year in high school, he finds himself in the same homeroom as her, along with his childhood friend and the school sports star Toma Mita. But one day, Futaba opens up to Tachi, admitting she has a crush on Toma and asking for his help in confessing to him. There's just one problem. Toma seems to already have a secret crush on someone else. Now, this is a series... Minor spoiler. Are you okay with it's? It's kind of it's what something that's very early on. It's like a first chapter thing. Boogie, you okay with me spoiling this real quick? It's something that sets up the rest of the story, but it's not really like too big of a spoiler. Yeah, totally, totally fine. Okay, so basically, Toma, the sports kid, is again spoiler alert. If you don't want to know, it, it he it, he's gay. He likes his friend, and uh, who like so he likes him, and Ta- I believe his name's Tachi. Tachi likes Futaba, and it goes kind of like that. And then there's another friend who likes Futaba, who's her best friend. So it's basically this whole, like, they're all butting each other. And it's just, like, look into what it's like to, like, come open as a gay person. It's one of the, honestly, it's one of the most interesting series because throughout it, it takes a look at all sides. People for it, against it, and in between you don't really care. And also people who take a middle ground to it. And it's one of the ones that puts it on the fairest spectrum possible. Which, obviously, you got your own opinion. Everyone has their own opinions. But the way the book does it, it doesn't really pick sides. It just shows what happens. It explains every different perspective of it. Which I think is, honestly, really unique. Uh, really unique series in the sense that it doesn't really pick a side. It just teaches you about what each person thinks and, like, the mindset of it and rationalizes it. It doesn't really make one person seem crazy for thinking one way and one person thinking, like, shaming the other person for not in- into it. Obviously, it, it, I'm okay with it. Most people are. It's 2020. Wake up if you're not. But it takes it. It tells the side of what people like who aren't into it were like what they would think about it, and just really rationalize it in an opinion where it doesn't make them seem like monsters. And I really like that because it's just something very different that gives a very eye-opening perspective to other people's opinion you maybe not have heard of. So, what do you think, Boogie? Uh, the way you just described it makes it seem very interesting. Um... I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would pick it up per se, uh, but definitely the way you just described it makes it definitely seem uh, interesting. And maybe perhaps down the road, uh, after I burn through, you know, it, it, it's, it definitely seems interesting for me personally. Not enough to like jump to the priority list of things that I would I would want to purchase over yeah. you know over the rest of things that are on my list right now. Uh, but definitely, I mean, in the future, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I do, man. I, I, this is one of the series I'd recommend for anybody. It's obviously another slice of life, which we've been seeing a trend of just all slice of life so far, or for the most part, a majority slice of life. A lot of new slice of life series coming out this month, which I'm all for. I, me and Boogie were talking about a little bit before this. We're like, man, slice of life has been a category that we're both into, and it's just something about. I think to for me, it's something that could be related to in real life. It's something that can like actually be acted out. Do you like? Why do you like it so much? Or can you like rationalize it? rationalize what like why you like slice of life like why is it your favorite right now oh slice of life yeah 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 (laughs) okay rationalizing slice of life um okay so if if let's say you're into shonen you know you're 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 into the battle shonen really into uh heavily focused you know maybe it's a cerebral dark horror type of series they every 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 series, every type of um, anime, manga, so on and so on, story likes to have a point. And what I like about Slice of Life is uh, the the point for a, a lot of them are just to enjoy the episode or just to enjoy the chapter. Uh, of course, there can be there can be heavy plot, heavy drama, uh, heavy romance. There can be definite tropes and whatnot in Slice of Life's. But uh, personally, for where I am right. now, um definitely really dig in the slice of life aspect uh to to watching anime or or reading manga uh that being said i think maybe and this could just be me thinking because the game just came out but i think the attraction towards slice of life is very similar towards the attraction of something like animal crossing right uh where it's it's just easy to enjoy um but i i could be wrong on that maybe that's just me being on the fringe thinking but uh, it's hard to pinpoint why someone would particularly like Slice of Life, but for me personally, uh, it's something that it's it's easily accessible. Uh, I tend to really like the characters in Slice of Life because yeah. it's uh, that you know it's heavily focused on on yeah whether it be character development or uh, you know character backgrounds or the interactions between the two people or you know just you know, the main cast. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's a very interesting question that you <laughs> just uh, proposed. It's hard to pinpoint, I would say, but definitely on my end, very much enjoying Slice of Life as of late. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, subjective. Everyone has their own reasons why they like or don't like something. To me, like I, I fell into love or fell in love with Slice of Life because of I started off a lot, obviously, with Shonen. I was all into Shonen, you know, epic fights, epic stuff. But to find it a story, like you said, that's focused on character development, these dramatic events, something that relies on the character solely instead of a gigantic fight, it just became something really intriguing to me and felt very different from what I've been reading and just really pulled me in from, like, series, obviously, like, Blue Flag, uh, Layback Camp, which is something that's very easy to enjoy, just about camping, about, again, about uh, people joining over a hobby, which is probably my favorite thing in manga at the moment it's just people having a common goal slash hobby that they can all bond over you have plenty of other slice of life series sweet sweetness and lightning i could go on but we will continue to our next volume my fa- my favorites really quickly though yeah, my, my favorite slice of life uh as of late has definitely been a cooking slice of life Cook love life. that kind of stuff yeah I, um, I remember that on the stream like, i told you yeah. to read sweetness and lightning have you checked it out yet yeah or did you i i'm gonna be checking it out probably uh this this weekend and actually what was the name of, of the series that i was um just watching just the other night like this this week uh the one i was watching was uh and it's not the one i was telling you off air either okay uh it was let me let me look it up because I, I want the audience to check this one out it's really great for a um 
it's a short series too. It's like 12 minute episodes, but it's, it's really, really good. Uh, it's called uh, today's menu for the EMEA family. I highly recommend oh. you guys. It's literally all about cooking. Beautiful, beautifully, beautifully, beautifully done. Every episode is actually a, uh, a recipe in and of itself, but just how it's done really, really well done. And the intro is really great too. So highly recommend it. You guys definitely yeah i gotta check that out that sounds really interesting and like i cooking anime i don't know something about it i don't even cook that well i can i can make like a mean box of mac and cheese i'll rival anybody on that but beyond that i'm not the best at actually cooking but something you think of something about like anime and manga like cooking is really cool like just to read about and learn about for me personally i uh um i, I don't want to go ahead and say that like yeah i but i can definitely work my way around a, a functioning kitchen and you know, watching anime is very different because before I started anime and manga, I was very much getting into, uh, I don't want to say collecting, but low-key kind of collecting cookbooks. Okay. Uh, and learning how, because now I don't have roommates. Uh, I live completely on my own. Uh, and I, I have the space and time, well, you know, a lot of time now, uh, to, to actually <laughs> yeah. dedicate to, to cooking. And I think cooking is something that, you know, you know, harping on what you were talking about with Slice of Life, where it's, um, you know, you like seeing characters connect through hobbies or whatnot. I think it's 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 different than a hobby in watching characters connect uh, through those, but there's definitely a connection through cooking and eating. It's a very community-based thing. Yeah. Um, and I, abs- I absolutely love it. And, and, and from my minor cooking background, of course, I've worked in kitchens. I've worked in um, the industry, uh, you know, growing up uh, here and there. Uh I absolutely love it. Not only am I drawing inspiration from this kind of stuff, I love the atmosphere cooking creates, both in anime and in real life. There's nothing like a home, cozy, warm feeling than than a than a busy kitchen. And oh. I absolutely love that. And I think the vibe that that gives off is very similar to a warm, bustling, you know, coffee shop vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's those kinds of vibes that I think, especially now in what's happening around the world, that we need more of. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's weird. Like, my dad was never really a cooker, but with the whole thing, obviously, people getting trapped inside and stuff like that, he went full-on chef mode in this house. And I don't know, I, I like you said, that warm kitchen, just that, like, nice vibe it gives off, it's very comforting, and it's one of the most relaxing feelings you can have. But we're going to get on to the next series without that, and that is The New Gate. This is a One Piece re- publisher release, and I picked this book for the one piece aspect which i will go into for a second but let's look into this and this is an online game transformed into a life and death struggle for its players thanks to the valiant efforts of shin the most powerful of them all an end to the game and freedom from everyone seemed within reach but just moments after shin defeats the game's final boss he finds himself bathed in an unknown light and transported some 500 years into the future of an in-game world thrown from a simple game gone into a strange new world one young swordsman on of unrivaled strength is about to embark on a legendary journey it seems like every other basic slice of life and but just some it's like he got isekai in his own isekai it's weird like he's normal he's already the most powerful player so let's put him in the new world when he just basically starts at level one again incredibly overpowered i do not recommend this i think there's too many isekais at this point unless there's something unless there's something series does something absolutely unique like rising the shield hero was something that was very good and how it does its story the isekai element thrown out the absolute like the fantastic the way it crafts the story is what's great about it and what makes it unique from other fantasy series or isekai series this one doesn't really feel like it has anything unique it just feels very plain i really am worried about one piece books because i don't really know 
any series releasing by them besides, like I said, Rising of the Shield era, which is like their stuff. So, do you? What do you think about this series? And have you? Do you even know what like One Piece books is, or like any series by them? No. Every time you said One Piece, I kept imagining. Uh, so I honestly, I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't really know what that is. Uh, personally, uh, on the on the statement that you said, too many isekais coming out. I can agree to a certain point. Uh, I, I would rather not judge it before I read it, but I, there's definitely a huge trend of isekais coming out uh, because they tend to do well. So, you know, yeah. who's to blame them? Um, but, yeah, do you mind elaborating on what the um, the whole One Piece, uh, what, what that exactly means to me? Oh, that's the publisher. That's the publisher's called One Piece. Uh- <laughs> see the publisher so they name themselves one piece yeah but it's not spelled like an actual like piece it's like the peace sign oh so it's one piece like p-e-a-c-e okay. yeah, that, yeah that's that, great see cool. that's what i'm saying like the pro like the, this is the thing with like new publisher is so hard to get your name out there and just that's why it's so important on the kind of series that you're doing that's why i the, rising of the shield hero great great grab getting the light novels and the manga obviously when that thing was popular it's still really popular smart like super smart to get that but after that i don't really think they have that much else to go off of that's really popular they just have like one like their magnum opus series and then nobody else really knows them and i don't know this is just okay one of those publishers where i obviously i know i hope i i don't wish any of them like goes out of business or anything i wish the best for them always but it just seems like these publishers aren't getting like the popular series and it's one of those series where maybe obviously again i'm not in the industry but it's maybe if you get to shell out at the beginning a little bit more for those more popular titles obviously you're not going to get like the the like the best most popular series out there keep your hands off as a kid and you're not going to have the money to compete with like big people like dark horse viz media all that other stuff at the beginning but you have to do something that has a name for itself at the beginning. And at least in my opinion, trying to find maybe like cult classic anime animes that have mangas that are, that they're based off of mangas and then work with that. But I don't really know. Do you like, what about you boogie? So I think it's a mixed bag of things. Um, business is very weird. Uh, it, it, it is, you know, shall we say an unforgiving landscape. So no matter what we say tonight, uh, hats off to someone trying to do the publishing game oh, yeah, uh, in times like these. So, you know, hats off to them. I think, uh, you know, if they were the people that did this hero, uh, I am familiar with that series. I did enjoy the anime of it. Um, personally, I think, uh, once again, you know, I'm not going to give any, uh, any grief for, you know, shooting their shot again. Um, because we don't, we don't know. We don't know their market strategies. We don't know we don't know much. We don't know what it's like to, you know, the, you know, to bid on a series or to try to get, you know, the negotiation tactics or what's happening behind closed doors. We don't know any of this. Um, so it, it's, it's honestly really hard for me to tell. Of course, I'm not wishing any ill will towards any publishing company. I think, uh, I think it's great that there are people even having um, the wherewithal to even start to start a publishing company in today's landscape. So I think that's beautiful. Um, and if it's just another isekai and if that's what, you know, if you're implying that this is what is, this is the best that they can afford to perhaps put out, uh, because I don't think it's as simple as like putting more, uh, you know, throwing more dollars to get a more popular series at it. I think if you're a smaller publishing company, you can't really have that mentality because where is these dollars coming from? Um, I don't think it's a few more dollars to, to get a more popular series. I think it's a lot more 
and definitely out of a, these smaller publishing companies reach um but then again we don't know what happens with you know contracting departments and uh you know uh, you know backdoor uh, negotiations we don't we don't know what's going on behind the scenes uh and i think that you know it's not one person making the decision uh to have this new series on there right? there's probably a team of people that you know have reviewed this have had meetings on it for week weeks and weeks uh prior to making the decision and the announcement so I think let's uh let's let father time tell and let's see let's just judge the book by what's inside of it let's judge the series for the actual content. Uh, speculation is is great but you know I, at the end of the day I'm going to support it. Uh I don't know if I'll support it with with dollars. Uh we'll see. Uh but I I wish this company no ill will. That that I think that's where I'll leave it. Yeah, I obviously again I don't wish it it will. And again, it's kind of an outsider's looking in kind of perspective. Again, I don't know. Obviously, like he said, like all the marketing strategies. I'm just shooting off the hip. You know, I, I what I think is obviously not going to be the right thing. I don't have a business background. It's just my opinion. I have been. I've kind of looked into business for college. I want to go into like marketing specifically. I have not actually got too deep into it, obviously. So I'm like scratching the surface, and I don't know everything. So again, like I said earlier, take it with a grain of salt. It's just my opinion. It's I again wish nothing for the best. I hope this series is better than what I think. It's just a first impression based on what I read. Again, I hope it's really good. But we're going to get on to our next series. For our second to last series, we have My Dress Up Darling. This is by Sanichi Fukuda. Who, and this series is basically a slice of life teasing romance, uh, romance with a emphasis on the comedy. It's basically about a gal who has her own personal secret of cosplay and the guy here who has a love of making artisan dolls or old or traditional Japanese dolls. So let's get to the description. Traumatized by a childhood incident with a friend who took exception to his love of traditional dolls, Dal Artesian hopeful Wakata Goju passes his days as a loner, finding solace in the Homek room at his high school. To Wakana, people like beautiful Marine Kitagawa, a trendy school girl, a trendy girl who's always surrounded by a throng of friends, is practically an alien from another world. But when cheerful Marine, never one to be shy, spots Wakana sewing away in one day after school, she barges in with the aim of roping her quiet classmate into her secret hobby, cosplay. Will Wakana's wounded heart be able to handle the invasion from this sexy alien? This is something I'm actually going to pick up. I did read like the first two things of a of the scan of it obviously i passed in my whole scan thing for some reason i just fell out of the whole scan thing especially after manga rock stopped in the sense that also i only read this when i didn't know manga rock was a scanlation site obviously you gotta have a whole opinion about scan sites and for some reason if it's online if i actually have to go on my laptop i don't look at i don't know i just don't end up sticking with the series but anyway i'm getting off topic this series is absolutely fantastic i actually do really enjoy this series i would recommend it if you are a fan of slice of life and comedy like i said there's a lot of slice of life going on to this but what do you think boogie okay so uh we're back again to the whole slice of life thing definitely agree with it uh personally it didn't just just from the description alone um I, i would like to comment on something where it's like uh, um, manga, as well as other forms of media, I think one of the beautiful things of it, if it's done incredibly well, is that uh, let's say I'm not into, or I wouldn't necessarily care about a guy making, you know, traditional dolls of that sort. Yeah. Uh, but the manga and the writing capabilities might actually intrigue me enough to uh, stick with the series, uh, and I may uh, learn a thing or two and, and open up my mind. So definitely open to looking and trying it out right off the bat. 
uh, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times during this podcast. Uh, (laughs) I'm burning through a lot of, uh, you know, uh, a a lot of things right now. So I wouldn't check it out necessarily right away and to harp on the whole manga rock thing. Personally, I don't do any scans uh, whatsoever. I've I've never even uh, been on manga rock or or anything like that. So uh, I just... I typically I just will, will buy my series. Uh, I like to buy physical, but hey, digital is is, is great too. Uh, I do my fair share of uh, digital reading as well. So, yes, I think the series is cool. Don't know if I would recommend it, uh, but if, if if you're recommending it and you're giving it a solid, uh, you know, a solid recommendation to me personally, you know, just from friend to friend, I would definitely check it out as a personal recommendation. Oh yeah, definitely. Again, I would. I've read only the first two chapters. I'm going to definitely, when this comes out, I'm putting a review on it because I have a lot of expectations for it. So if you guys are iffy on that, wait for my review to come out. I'll do that. I'm already getting it day one because I'm interested in the series. But overall, like, these series have really pulled me in, like, the Slice of Life genre, this whole, like, teasing thing with Please Don't Tease, Toy Toy With Me Nagatoro, Teasing Master Tagagi-san. Something about them is just fun. And it's, again, a little more into the slice of life a different section of the slice of life i'm always in for different things i don't know i don't really like doing the same exact thing over and over again I, repetitive things are always the most tedious to me depending on what it is for the most part so when i always find like even if it's a slice of life which i'm super into right now finding a new section of slice of life like you have blue flag which is a super serious dramatic look into something specific then you have this series which is more light-hearted funny connection between a character who loves cosplay and a character who loves traditional japanese dolls there's just so much different and things that i think obviously manga has and that's the beautiful thing about manga is there's so many different things you can never really burn you can burn out on manga obviously but if you really choose to you could find different and new and interesting series pretty much the last to your entire normal life if you unless you're spending 24 7 reading manga but i don't know have you seen that or like how do you feel about like reading one specific thing or do you like to just jump around in, in, by thing, do you do you mean series or do you mean genre? Genre, genre. Yeah, I definitely. I'm. Um, you know, if you guys have seen any one of my hauls, um, I mean, I definitely bounce around. I mean, I'm someone that would, uh, you know, purchase Berserk, and then the next, you know, and the next thing that I unbox would be, you know, Silver Spoon, and then I may unbox Monster, and then I may go to, uh, you know, Yona of the Dawn, and then I may, you know, so on and so forth. I mean, I will definitely bounce around from like a, like Ancient Magus Bride to, you know. <laughs> Knights of Sidonia to Tokyo <laughs> Ghoul to, uh, you know, Battle Angel Alita. Uh, it's, it, I think diversity is absolutely fantastic. And I think that different genres give different authors or mangakas the, uh, the ability to uh, display their prowess in, uh, in storytelling. So uh, definitely for, for uh, branching out and uh, enjoying multiple uh, styles of genre within the community. That being said, uh, I also think that there there are some people that, you know, very much stick to, let's just, uh, you, you know, we all know the stereotype of, like, the shonen Chad, you yeah. know what I mean, where he's, you know, <laughs> you know you're, you're getting into the Naruto's, and you're reading just the, the One Pieces, and the Hunter Hunters, and so on and so forth, which is 150% fine, I think, uh, much like artists let's let's look at music for an example uh just really quickly you might have an artist that can dabble in uh you know various styles of music uh but if you want to become i guess rather an expert or proficient in 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 one craft you may stick to a one or two genres right uh and i think that there is a a different level of appreciation if if someone were to stick with let's just say shonen's uh you know their their entire reading career 
you know, you really get to understand uh, the nuances of, of those series. And it probably leads to a uh, not deeper appreciation, but let's say a deeper understanding uh, of shonens or whatever particular genre you go into. So I think for both ends of the spectrum, there are, are valid points. But personally, I find myself in the similar boat as you where, yes, multiple genres is definitely something that I find myself in. In fact, when I'm reading manga, I tend to read two series at a time and no more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I tend to read one more action-y, whether it be shonen or seinen type of thing, and then uh, something romance to get my uh, uh, my hopeless romantic side, uh, you know, <laughs> fix uh, going on. So, you know, definitely all for that. Yeah, I really like that perspective, like the one series thing. Obviously, when I, like... You can only get so much of when you don't really do something, but just seeing, like, at least, like, looking into somebody else's shoes, sitting in yourself someone's shoes, seeing that perspective is honestly really interesting and something that is really cool. And again, if you just read Shonen and Seinen or Shoujo's, Josai, whatever, if that's just your thing, do you, man. It's it's free country, and I respect it. I can obviously get why you'd only stick to one and why you would go around, but we're going to get on to our last series here. This is the last manga that like a volume one manga that i've decided to highlight to come out this month and that is a actual re-release is a collector's edition this is pokemon adventures collector's edition the manga this is the first volume they're going to re-release the whole thing in a like special collector's edition one three one and three so let's read the bottom right here and this is red does red doesn't know Red doesn't just want to train Pokemon, he wants to be their friend too. That makes things even more complicated than usual as he travels through the dangerous zones battling gym leaders for badges and discovering secret Pokemon along the way. Now he's got to team up with his rival Blue and the Thief Green to fight a common enemy. Can he stay focused enough to rise to the challenge? Now here's the thing about Pokemon manga. It is, it, you think in the games, you think the games would be crazy better, right? Because obviously that's where they started. But I started off with Pokemon Diamond, which is technically not in the Pokemon Adventure series. It's a, another one of the Pokemon, it's a, there's Pokemon Adventures, then there's Pokemon Adventures Diamond and Pearl. There's different sections of the entirety. But from my experience with Diamond and Pearl, it is amazing the kind of story they pull off of a Pokemon Adventure. You would never expect, because obviously, in the anime games, it kind of runs the same thing. New person, you do your thing, you run through everybody, beat the enemy, beat the Elite Four, become the champion, game's over, find, catch the legendary Pokemons. This takes into like the actual story, story elements and takes an actual look into taking the battling and making it look especially realistic for an actual Pokemon battle. It takes the characters and puts an emphasis on them and starts to develop them as characters. The art style is good. This is one of the series that I'm ex extremely excited to check out the Pokemon Adventures because I've never actually read this side of it. But from Diamond and Pearl, it is one of my favorite series. It was actually one of the earliest series I ever read in manga. I think this Pokemon series is vastly underrated, obviously because the games would be more popular. But Pokemon Adventures is a definite series I would check. I would t challenge anybody to check out if uh, if you had the money and if you also have the space for thirteen forty nine. Not a bad deal for three volumes. It's actually that's actually not bad at all because usually you'd have what seven fifty each for a single, and I believe that's what it is right now. So you're getting that for vastly cheaper. I definitely recommend this if you like Pokemon or if you like video games. If you've never even checked out Pokemon, this is a great entry because it introduces the entire series, all the Pokemon, and it's it's, it's fantastic. So what do you think, Boogie? Well, it's no, I think for every 90s kid out there, this is going to be an obvious, whether you're going to collect it or not, you're going to support this, right? Uh, yeah. As someone that has been a huge fan of Pokemon ever since they were young, 
I remember when the first games came out, I remember being, you know, in elementary school and uh, it being a absolutely like a just completely taking over everything. Um, yes, uh, definitely. I don't know if I would actually start collecting it right away, uh, but this would be a series that definitely would hit my radar uh, and I would eventually uh, check out. Uh, you know, I actually there's a there's a uh, <laughs> on my channel. This isn't actually brought up too much. I really don't get this recommendation all too much. And I, and I wonder why uh, I have heard good things about it, though, you know, just through, you know, being on Twitter or just being online. So I would definitely recommend it. And fun fact, uh, you know, I'm such a fan of Pokemon uh, just from being back in the day that uh, before I actually went into music school, I, I got a Pokemon tattoo. So this nice. is for, for all nice. intents and purposes. I, I support, I, I definitely support uh, the Pokemon Adventures, the collector edition. And I think the price point, uh, you know, thirteen ninety nine or 79, whatever you said. Yeah. I, I think that's great. You know, especially if single volumes are seven ninety nine. that's, you know, I think that's a steal. There is, I, I don't, I see no negatives for this. Highly recommend it. Please enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Out of all these series, if you, if you're only going to check out one this month, I would definitely recommend Pokemon Adventures to you, Boogie. If you're going to check out one this month, again, I would say this one is probably going to be the best, in my personal opinion. But I think this series is going to be absolutely fantastic. I Maybe a little bit of nostalgia is taking over, but I remember... I read these Pokemon Diamond and Pearl series so much. I, like, my friend gifted them to me for Christmas because he knew I, lo I liked manga. And this is about the time he was the one who introduced me to manga, and he actually fell out of it around this time, but he still bought it for me, so I respect that. And... I got the, I had the first two volumes, and then I, I still have them to this day. I lost, I thought I lost them for a long time. They're not in the best condition, but I, I'm gonna keep those. I, I'm, I'm not gonna even replace them because there's so many good memories with him actually, like you know, buying that and actually picking something that he knows I love. But I remember going to the library like all the time. Like you had, you had the next volume, next volume, next volume. I loved the Pokemon Adventure series, and I cannot recommend this series enough. But that's all we have for April of the manga releases and we are down to our final section called the hot seat and with this segment i have a question for boogie who which he has not gotten yet because i wanted this hot seat section to be a question for him he could do it to me at some point uh we could have a guest on do it to them as as this future series goes on but the hot seat is basically just taking a question that they have not heard putting them on the spot seeing what they think but let's see what you think so the question is boogie how do you feel about people saying that you're the best manga tuber right now? Do you agree with the opinion? How do you? What do you think you're doing different through, for other manga from other manga creators that people are from the manga tuber community, such as myself? I would agree that right now you are doing the most for the community. You got you're doing everything. But what do you think about this kind of praise? Um, you know, it's really hard to react to a statement like that because you know it, it's yeah. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of content creators in this in this community that are churning out absolutely amazing content. Um, I, it is it is honestly shocking when people reach out to me and, and say statements like what you just said. Uh, it's what does it make me feel like? A, a humbled, um, grateful, shocked, um, shy, uh, nervous. You know, yeah, a, a bunch of emotions. Uh, you know, I. I, I do notice myself seeing, um, I do see myself putting out different styles of content here uh, that are, isn't the most traditional styles of content that you would find on Longitube. And it's been an absolute blessing to 
I guess, rise as quickly as I have been, you know, with my sub count. And for all intents and purposes, it's still a small channel. But for, for being in the community for such a small amount of time and having the subscriber count that I have and the, you know, the engagement on my videos and uh, the community that has been built, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm, from, for the praise that people say, whether it's, uh, you know, creating longitude content at the level that I'm creating at or, um, you know, just all the praises that I get, the ones that, it, it, you know, that really just hit my heart the most is the praises that I get for the community that has just uh, uh, seemingly popped up out of nowhere here on, on, on my channel, which is absolutely amazing, whether it be for the subreddit that my subscribers made for me or uh, just the comment sections or the or just my live streams. Uh, absolutely amazing support from my community and it's uh, continuing to grow, which is absolutely shocking. Uh, yes, uh, you know, like I said before, I have noticed that I am seeing a trend in the videos uh, that I, I do turn out that perhaps, um, you know, go against the norm of videos that are being created. Uh, but I, I think that's the exciting part of being a content creator. Um, I've said, if I said this once, I've said it a thousand times. If you've seen any one of my interviews uh, on, on, it, on other people's channels or, or podcasts or appearances anywhere, um, I don't really look at myself as a manga tuber, but rather a YouTube or a creator that you know, creates um, um, manga content. Uh, and I, I, I very much enjoy the process of creating content. Uh, very, very, very much. I enjoy the process from, you know, being at the drawing board and coming up with the ideas to, to the technical aspect of shooting things, uh, then to, you know, the, the post-production aspect of it as well. Um, so if you haven't checked out my channel, please go check it out. It's, it's a Boogie Snacks, uh, you know, I'm sure links will be down below, but honestly, I, I'm not quite sure if I, you know, deserve the high praise that people are giving me as of late. Uh, but it, you know, it does it does motivate me to continue to uh, up my game. And uh, you know, I like to tell people that are uh, aspiring, uh, you know, content creators here in the community, uh, don't be afraid to think out of the box and create the content that you would want to see, because that's that t tends to be my go-to statement, where it's like, um, you know, I'm just making the content that I would want to see in the community. It's led to uh relatively good things um it, once again i mean I'm, I'm 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 if you can tell i'm bouncing around the question where it's like how are you uh how are you uh taking this praise honestly I'm, i've never been good at taking compliments uh that's just how i am by nature uh but uh, you know i can't say that i agree with it but you know it's it, it, it does make me feel warm and fuzzy inside so yeah uh, thank you to everyone that has been watching my content uh and uh enjoying the videos and reaching out to me and so on and so forth it definitely does not go unnoticed so thank you so much yeah definitely i in my opinion i think well deserved you are kind of you're inspiring to like personally me if we're gonna get all gut we're gonna get gushy real quick i'll praise you a little bit like seeing your kind of content and you like going out going outside the box obviously it's really encouraging to me personally like wanting to go try different kind of things other i think it really encourages other kind of creators to do this because you're kind of i would say maybe a little bit of a trailblazer for kind of stuff because a lot of people if you we saw for lately a lot of people keep talking about this glass ceiling in manga and i think we had a talk with flip about this on a live stream we were talking about how i think at right now the only reason there's a ceiling is because nobody's really trying to go outside the box and i would say with you I would say some some of my videos, if I'm going to be a little bit narcissistic, a, a little bit not normal to the community, and I something I aspire to do is do things that are not normal in the community, just like you say, a creator, not a manga tuber, because the process itself of trying to create something good that's also entertaining pertains to what your channel is overall about. It's just 
one of the most fun things you can do and is something that is one of the most gratifying things you can do for me. I don't know about you personally, but I love trying to think of something new that's something nobody else has thought of before and just something that if I put it out there and it does well and it's something I know I thought of myself and I created this like thing that nobody thought of before and people enjoy it. And I bring it up a lot, obviously the MangaTube Awards. I, I bring it up a lot. I, there are award shows out there, but seeing how there wasn't anything for manga and going, going through the process of actually trying to make a stage for myself, using a green screen for the first time, going through the painstaking stuff of editing, f- trying to like do all the templates, trying to get, I mean, getting all the people in the community. It's just one of the most gratifying things that I've done and personally satisfying, and I love it so much. And yeah, Boogie, obviously, I think you deserve it, deserve it 100%. So I think that about wraps us up. Do you have any closing remarks that you'd like to say? Uh, definitely no closing remarks, you guys. If You guys are obviously watching this on Dubs Not Subs channel. But uh, if for some reason you found this and you haven't subscribed to Dubs Not Subs, please do yourself a favor and go ahead and uh, um, mash that subscribe button down below. That really would help out not only Dubs, but... Uh, the series in general and of course if you'd like to support his channel go ahead and mash that like button down below it really would uh, appreciate and lets us know that you guys at home are watching and listening yeah thank you so much boogie for coming on he's going to be my co-host for this he is my first mate i'm the captain of this ship we're going to be having a good time i'm excited to continue this series i'm really happy boogie you said yes and did this because i wanted to do more collaborations and i'm super excited to get you on the channel and to have this kind of series if you have not heard of boogie what are you doing Go subscribe to this man. Link is in the description. But yeah, thank you guys so much for watching the first ever episode of the podcast arc. I thank you all so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. And have a good day. And as I say in all my videos, I will see you in another video. And there we go. All right, you guys, please be safe at home and uh, see you next time. There we go. Awesome.